It's time for Um Hello, a Jersey Shore Recap Podcast. Um hello. Um hello. We're back for another Jersey Shore Recap. Uh, my name is Angel, but you can call me Cookie. And I'm G-Wow. Together we are Cookie and G-Wow. We are in Season 3, Episode 8. We're deep in there. This is called The Great Depression, which is a very, very dramatic way of trying to make us feel bad for Ron. And I don't. I don't. Even a little exactly. bit. Neither do I. And uh, I don't feel like anyone in the house really is either. I mean, maybe a little, but. He, people are kind of letting him do his thing. We'll talk about it more later, but this episode is a lot of just Ron moping and feeling sorry for himself. So prepare for that. Yeah, because Sammy has actually left. Ron is sad. He's definitely feeling guilty. He he gets an annoying pep talk from the situation and he doesn't care to hear it. And you had alluded to a little <laughs> bit a little bit of this in the last episode. Um, Sam we see the the video footage of Sam at home with her mom, mm-hmm. literally explaining the domestic violence that just ensued. And Ron's feeling, yeah, very just down in the dumps about it, which good. Yeah. And, my, you know, points to Mike for, I guess, trying, but he's not very good at pep talks. He's really not. No, I do appreciate the way the girls handled it because Ronnie kind of is like floating around the house trying to figure out who's going to feel bad for him. And right. like, I don't think he cared about what the situation was saying. So he was like, let me go see if the girls will feel bad for me. And they're all I, I actually like the way they handled it because they me were too. all like, as a woman uh, and a man treated me the way you treated her, I would do the same thing. I would have left long before. I don't blame her. And and I think Ronnie kind of like has a moment where he's like, I fucked up, didn't I? And I just am like, is it really, um, did it really take this long for you to get that through your thick ass juice head brain? But, um, I guess it did. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I really think they handled it the best way they could because you have to remember, like, on one hand, you don't want to coddle him and lie to him. But on the other hand, he's Ron and he's a little scary mm-hmm. and intimidating, even for people who are, consider themselves his friends. He's scary. That's the thing about it. He's intimidating in a physical way. It's not okay to have that kind of like threat around where like, yeah, you have to feel like you watch what you say because he's scary. Like that's so unhealthy. Well, and he's the type too, even if he doesn't take it physical, that's why like, I think people who consider themselves as friends, like, like the roommates, even they're scared of him because even when it doesn't go physical, he's the type that he says things on purpose that cut deep to hurt. He's, he's very violent with his words as well. And so and that's not above lying because remember, right. he's like, I'll go tell Emilio that you were cheating on him. Right. Like he wasn't like that kind of stuff. Too. Exactly. And uh, I thought I thought the all the girls, they basically said you fucked up and you were wrong, but they did it in a way that didn't make him feel cornered. So he didn't attack. So they kept the peace. It was it was it was handled well. Um, and it was yeah. good that it's good that people are finally being honest with him, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, because it's the only way we're maybe going to get some accountability. Exactly. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Dina. So Dina and Nicole decide to try and lighten the mood that has ensued in the house with pranks. And of course, it starts with like innocent cake in the face. The boys negotiate with an all out war of like water balloons and putting trash everywhere. And my question for you is like, how do you feel about pranks? Have we talked about this before? We have not. And I'm glad you asked that because I have a strong opinion. Now, 
I'm so sorry this makes me look like a fuddy-duddy, but I <laughs> fucking hate pranks. Yeah. I hate pranks. Even innocent pranks, like cake to the face, don't ever put food to my face. Or even somebody else's around me. It makes me angry. I hate pranks. Even good-spirited pranks, I hate them. <laughs> I'm not a fan of pranks either. And there are some exceptions that I think would maybe be a little funny. But mm. if someone's stuff is being moved and touched, if food or trash is being put, like if there's any sort of cleanup yeah. that's going to happen, I think all of that goes like out the window. I think you can like joke around or like, okay, here's like what I think would be like an acceptable prank is if like, you know, Vinny wanted to hide in, you know, the girl's closet and jump out and scare them or like, yeah. you know, something like a little kind of lighthearted things like that, I think are fine. But if you have to clean up or if somebody has actual fear about something, then that's not a prank. You're being, you're being mean. Like I just, right. yeah, I'm not a fan. And for like, I know that they're kind of like laughing around in a lot of this and it's not bad, but even like having to clean up the cake, having to clean up the trash everywhere, that would just make me mad. I wouldn't be laughing. I'd Same. be like, stop, stop it. Well, stop. And my thing with food pranks is, A, I have this weird thing about food being on me. Like, the idea of cake being on my face actually makes me, like, want to crawl out of my skin. I hate having food on my body. Also, yeah. Well, also, you if you do that to cake. girls and they have makeup on, they're going to be right. pissed as fuck. Well, also, or you anybody with the fucking makeup. cake. Yeah. Someone could have ate that cake and now, like, somebody, like, now you wasted food. Um right. And I think of like speaking speaking of cake pranks, a lot of people do a face in the cake for birthdays and weddings, and I find that to be mm -hmm. unacceptable. If we were getting married and you put cake on my face, annulment, it's over. Actually, I've heard from people who work in the wedding industry that there's a higher divorce rate among people who shove cake versus those who do not. So it's really? not a good thing to start off on because you're statistically more likely to get a divorce if you embarrass your, which, yeah, of course, if you embarrass your partner on what's supposed to be their big day, yeah, of course, you're not starting off on a good, but you know, like, I, I don't like that stuff either. I don't like it. I will say though, this prank sequence was kind of funny, the way they handled it. Um, so Dina shoves the cake in his face and runs off. Her and Nicole hide. And this I thought was funny. Dina hid under the bed in their bedroom. And so Vinny goes to prank them by getting some dog shit and putting it in a bag and, like, punching holes in the bag. And then he hides it in, I don't, I don't know if it's Nicole or Dina's bed. I think it was Nicole's. I think so, too. Oh, you're right, because the crocodile was there. And so mm -hmm. uh, Dina, though, he doesn't realize Dina's hiding under the bed. So she sees him hide the poop. So she takes the poop and puts it in his bed immediately. See, now if it was wasn't funny. poop, it would be so funny. Right. But it's fucking <laughs> disgusting because it's poop. Now, I'm glad you brought up Crocodilly because as I was watching this episode, I looked to my dog and he was <gasps> playing with a little oh cr mini crocodilly. And you if have... you were watching on Patreon, he's missing an oh eye my because God. my dog has done some damage. <laughs> but my dog has a crocodilly. And this this prank could have been funny, I think, if they, like, had tied crocodilly to the top of the stripper pole or somewhere where she could, like, see it, but she's short right. to, like, not get it. But the fact that she couldn't find him, I'm like, see, still kind of mean, still a little mean. Exactly. And the way the prank war ends on this episode is uh, Nicole's running around looking because they they hang. Vinny, by the way, you're I'm going to put my face. I'm going to put my face next to Nicole's in that thing where she is in the, in the confessional, in the confessional yeah. with Crocodilly. Who does that to this innocent little thing? 
Um, so Vinny hangs poor Crocodilly outside from the balcony in front of like the street. Um, right, as a hostage. The, Nicole's panicking, running over, looking, running all over the house, looking for it. And Mike decides to ruin the prank, which usually I don't like when Mike does this stuff. But in this case, I was okay with it because I was like, give yeah. Nicole her crocodile back. Stop playing with her. And so I was glad that Mike stepped in and told her where it was. And Vinny was pissed that he ruined the prank. But I was like, good for Mike. This was the one time I was glad he instigated. <laughs> yeah, I think that's because ultimately we are on Team Snooki. And right. that's why we feel that way. But I agree. And but Situation was born. That's another nickname. So now he's the Situation, the Instigation, and the Snituation. That is just it. like Mike, though, to ruin a prank, though. Even though I was glad he did it, that is just like him. Why is he like that? He's I don't always know. ruining the fun. I think he's mad he wasn't like participating. Like they did it. I was gonna him. say he's always just bitter about something. But uh, I think that's probably it. We should take a break. Let's take a break. Can't get enough of um hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at um hello pod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello? Um, hello? Um, hello! We're back, and I just have to say, this whole episode, from start to finish, is gross. There's a lot of gross yeah. moments in it. First, we had to see dog shit earlier when Vinny was pranking Tina and Nicole. Mm-hmm. And now we have to see human shit, because the toilet is plugged. Everyone, apparently every toilet in the house is plugged. And so Vinny decides to take matters into his own hands. He's going to try to unplug it. But the Uh camera keeps zooming in on the toilet bowl and it's full of shit water. And I I was eating while I was watching this. It was disgusting. And they don't even blur it. It just, it almost looks like somebody poured coffee in the toilet. That's pretty gross. But I'm like, why is this shown? And I I understand that like, these are roommate problems. So I understand they want to show like some of that. But it's also, like, very disgusting, and I feel like later in the episode, or at some point in this part of in this sequence, really, Dina's talking about how she doesn't feel good because she's constipated, and I'm like, she's probably constipated because she doesn't feel comfortable pooping in any of these toilets because right. it will not flush because of what other people are doing, so she's just, like, instinctively holding it in. And, like, even there's a scene, like, the whole episode is all about, like, poop, or at least this part, because even they're at the people who are at work at the T-shirt shop, Snooki's like, I got to poop, like, get out of the bathroom. <laughs> and Ron's in there crying because a lot of this episode is trying to make us feel bad for Ron. And yeah. I still don't. But it's like Snooki has to poop. Dina can't poop. There's poop in all the toilets. I'm like, when did we become disgusting? Like, can we just not? Can we, this should be deleted scenes. Stop it. It was just weird how this episode was like, it was like one gross thing after another. And there's more. We'll talk about it later in the episode. But there's more gross shit. And it it just doesn't end. This episode is just like the poopy, gross bodily function episode. It's, I don't know why it worked out like that. And I agree with you that. Too um, comfortable. <laughs> well, I like the roommate antics. I don't mind like discussions of like, oh, the toilet's plugged. You just, they didn't need to show it. And they kept zooming in on the bowl. It was gross. I'm telling, and I was eating. Yep. 
no it's gross so gross um well the other part of every yeah the other part of everything is like i said ron is depressed and yeah while they're while they're out oh actually before they go out so ron decides to i guess in a moment of some sort of realization he's like let me try and make nicey nice and he decides to send sam and her sister flowers and the guys are like can you just get out of the house like we need to just go because the girls are trying to the girls are kind of like scheming right oh yeah yeah the girls need to get him out because they want to clear sam's stuff out of the top room and bring it down so that if she comes back she could just move straight into the girls room and not have to go upstairs at all which i appreciate i would appreciate that if i was sam for sure yeah, it's again, it's again nice that the the girls have made up by this point, so that they have yeah. that. Well, um, this is another moment where, like, even though the guys like they have to play nice with Ron, they're sort of not on his side fully because they agree. They yeah. they kind of agree with the scheme. They purposely get him out of the house to help the girls have a moment to clean the room. They're like the guys are helping, so I appreciated that. It, it, like the whole house was doing what they needed to do to deal with Ron. No, I totally, I agree. I think they're in their own way, like doing their own act of rebellion, if that makes sense. Yeah. I have to, before we go any further, I do want to ask you how you feel about flowers. Because me personally, I never saw, I never understood the thrill of flowers. Like if somebody sent me flowers, I'd actually be more annoyed than happy. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing. I like gifts. And like yeah. my girlfriend and I definitely gave each other a lot of gifts in like the beginning of our relationship. Sure, we like yeah. Didn't know how to like say we liked each other. It was just like, here, I, I thought that I found this like reminded me of you. Yeah. So I think that it can be nice to be like thought of, but I wouldn't like if if somebody was um if I was mad at somebody and then they gave me flowers as an apology, I'd be like, I could have used this money elsewhere. So you've just made me more mad. Because flowers are, right. like, very expensive. I don't know if you know. Like, they, like arrangements yeah. can be, like, expensive. And Ronnie's out there being like, yeah, add the teddy bear, add the chocolates. I'll add, I'll add everything. Oh, I know that was that hundreds was of dollars up. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I agree with you. Gifts can be such a, a, a sign of love if they're really personal. If it's like, right, I exactly. saw this thing, I know you would love it. I thought of you, and so I got it. Flowers, to me, is even personal. It's like flowers... Mm-hmm. I, this is why I have a problem with flowers because it feels so like the default. Oh, the wife's mad at me. Better get her some flowers. You know what I mean? It feels right. so textbook standard. There's no personalization to it. And I just that was the first thing I thought of. Like, um, like uh, I always think of like my childhood. My grandpa, God bless him. He he is the loving man, but he's not good at gifts. And so every year on my on my on their anniversary, on my grandparents' anniversary, he would get her flowers every year and every year or and Valentine's Day and every year she's like thanks because she doesn't really like flowers she's not really into it like that the only time i think that flowers are nice is if there's some sort of like ceremony or something where it would make sense to like surprise them by bringing flowers Mm. like a graduation or um if they you know are in performing and they it's like an opening night like yeah I could understand bringing flowers to that sort of a thing. Yeah. But that's really the only time that I could see that be because that's a, that's a sweet gesture. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other time I do think it's a cop out. This is one of those moments. I think it's, it feels very like, let's just forgive me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, yep. And to just round out 
the Ron drama, he does figure out like kind of through his own process of elimination. Okay. The girls probably took the stuff, even though they don't want to admit it. I think at some point later in the episode, Dina does give him the benefit of the doubt of like, yeah, we did move it. And it was just, you know, because that's what she needs. Um, And then there's also like a couple awkward moments where Jenny went to call Sam and I don't think she realized Ron was like about to walk in when she did that. Mm -hmm. And then Sam's sister calls to thank Ronnie for the flowers and like kind of takes the phone and it kind of throws Ronnie off guard. And um, I just, I'm so over it. Like (laughs) give the the girl a break. I know. I I thought that was interesting that um, Sam's sister, that they, that she called the house when Sam was sitting there and put Sam on. I, 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 don't know why they did that. I didn't expect it. Um, and neither know. did Ron either. He was like shocked because I've never seen him speechless. He didn't really have anything to say. I don't really either. I don't really understand that move. I think that she's still like in a place of like just not fully knowing or processing. And so yeah. she does still like feel attachment to him. And maybe it was good to hear his voice. But in my head for Ron, I'm like, just let her fucking be. Just let her be. Yeah. Well, know. he. I think he did kind of come to that realization when they talked, when they they were on the phone and they didn't really have anything to say to each other. And then mm-hmm. when he hangs up, he did say, I do, I guess we probably need a break or whatever he said. But I think that's when he realized that maybe they need some separation. Oh. Uh, well, before we take a break, the last gross thing to just quickly mention is Pantygate <laughs> is what oh, I will Jesus. call it. Um, whose panties do you think Polly found paraded around the house and put on the beating bag chair for everybody to inspect and see, do you think it was actually one of the girls or do you think it was one of their, the girls that they bring home? Like, what's your take on this? I don't know why, but the nobody universe, confesses. Well, I, I, right. Nobody confesses. They're trying to pawn it off on like the grenades or whatever people that are brought home. Right. But I don't know why. I have no reason to really think this really, but for some reason, the universe is telling me that they were Dina's. I don't know why. And I think it was her reaction. She's the only one that didn't seem shocked at their existence. I don't know. The only thing that makes me kind of think you're right is because she was so willing to touch them. Right. That too. She picked them up and was like, who are these? (laughs) Yeah. If they weren't mine, there's no way in hell I would have touched them. Even if like, I don't know, unless I knew it was my girlfriend's maybe, but like if if it was in a house with a bunch of my friends, unless I literally know 100% it's mine, I'm not touching it. And even if it is mine, I probably wouldn't because I wouldn't want to draw more attention. Like I'd be like, I'd probably grab it and run out rather than be like, right. Woo-hoo! like flip it around. Well, and like when Jenny sees it, this is what I mean by reactions being different. And different people react differently. But when Jenny saw it, she like had it's a visceral reaction. Nose. She like yeah. started to like back up and almost left the room type thing. You know what I mean? Like her reaction yeah. was more visceral. Dina was more like, oh, ew. Like she didn't react the same way. So I almost felt like <laughs> she was embarrassed, but it's a different reaction. Like she wasn't as disgusted as everyone else because they were hers is what I think. Although we never get to the bottom of it. But what it's is an unsolved Pol- mystery. It is, but what's goddamn with Polly? What's with Polly? Well, why does he do that? Why does he have to take them out of the bathroom and put them on the couch? Why? I know, like, at least hang them from something instead of having them <laughs> on the stuff that you're all going to sit on. Ugh. This episode is gross. I know. Let's Let's clean up and take a little break. Okay. Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. Class is now in session. 
How do you define queer style? How do you communicate that you don't want to U-Haul at all? I does literally <laughs> every queer woman I meet hate Geminis. How do I deal with the most devastating breakup I've ever been through? Sapphic Survival Guide. We're happy to be queer to answer your questions. Um, hello. Um, hello. We're back. We're back, and even though Dina is constipated, we're going out to <laughs> Karma because what else would we be doing? Where else would we be going? To Karma, it is. God bless Karma. I'm so sad, by the way. I have to mention really quick that Karma is close and it's not coming back. And that makes me sad. Mm. End of an era. That is sad. All right, Karma. I don't know if we've talked about this, but apparently, because uh, people kept commenting, oh, the cast should buy it and rebrand it as like Karma by the Jersey Shore cast or something. And like, have it be like part of the Jersey Shore franchise, and apparently, Seaside won't let that happen because the city is wants to steer away from the party beach party atmosphere, and they want to take on like more of a family vacation spot. And so now they're leaning more into the boardwalk, uh, amusement park, restaurant side of the thing, and not yeah. Party Good luck clubs. with that rebrand, Seaside. Good they, fucking luck. I think they could be successful in in time. Like it will take time, but I think people will forget eventually. Which is It'll sad. be just a moment in time. Yeah, and here we are. Right now, there's still ghosts of the past. Like it. Karma's <laughs> abandoned, but the sign is still up, and so it's like there's still ghosts of the past. But once they get rid of all those clubs, I don't know. It, it'll be easier to forget. But anyways, back to the episode. Well, speaking of yeah, speaking of blasts from the past, <laughs> Paulie runs into his ex. Her name is Gina, which obviously <laughs> I love because this is not the first Gina that we've run into. Even I this think it's season. the third. I think it's the third yeah. Gina so far. It's an, it's a common Italian name, although it's not like a it's not common in like everyday world. I mean, it's like a mm. normally common name. But in any case, Gina <laughs> is a real one. And this is another, we've seen this before. This is a reoccurring thing where Paul is talking to somebody or Vinny's talking to somebody and Mike comes in to try and, you know, as they say, pull a robbery. But <laughs> Polly makes a comment that I love where he's like, any girl that I made my girlfriend is not a stupid girl. Like I made them my girlfriend mm. for a reason and they're not going to fall for Mike. So, and I also think this is a testament to, the kind of relationships that Paulie has, like, I actually do think he really respects girls. And even mm. if their relationships don't work out, I don't think he like treats them bad and cheats on them. So then they hate him. Like Gina seems to have a good feeling about Polly enough that she feels right. loyal enough to him to be like, yo, your boy just tried to like hit on me and I'm not about that. And like that, I think just speaks so much volumes to who, I mean, obviously who Mike is because gross, but like, it's so such a testament to who Polly is and how mm -hmm. I think he treats women that she's willing to be that much of like a real one to him as his ex. Yeah. I don't know. I, it just it makes me really like Polly. If anything ever comes out where Polly's like cancelable, I'm gonna be heartbroken. I, I he's made his mistakes. Like I don't know the full extent of it. It's I, still not like you know domestic violence like Ronnie. Right. He doesn't. He doesn't seem like. He seems a lot more respectable in that way. And I agree with you that people's relationship with their ex can, it doesn't necessarily have to, but it can indicate sort of kind of who they are and how they treat people. Sure. Um, and I thought it was it was cool how casual the, they were. Like 
they was like, hey, and they big hug. And it was very much like seeing an old friend. And so I would take that as a green flag terms. if I yeah. was like interested in Polly. Whereas like if right. if you're somebody who's like, all my exes hate me, I'd be like, red flag, what'd you do to them? You know? I know. I've been on those dates when it's like, you just really showed your ass and I met you 10 minutes ago. How do you not right. know that you're the common denominator? Like, oh, I've only, everyone I've dated has been psycho. Yeah, they're all crazy. Oh, really? <laughs> what did you do to make them crazy? Anyway. And then they'll be like, I hope you're normal. And I'll be like, yeah, I am. So I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Right. Um. <sighs> well, Ron's why... depressed. Oh, oh God. Well, say. I was just going to say, why is Mike like that, though? Why does Mike always try to? He's so insecure. I know. I. It's like. There's so many girls in the club. Really? I, I think he was insecure. I don't I didn't realize this on the first watch. When I first watched it, I saw him as confident. I kind of bought into the persona. Because I was right. a kid. I was young. Right. Now looking back with adult eyes, I'm like, oh, he was insecure. And now nowadays, if you keep up with him, he's a lot more confident and he he really has got a lot more self-esteem. But back then, he just did not seem sure of himself. And he put on a front, but he was the most insecure out of all of them. It's just interesting to see because I didn't see that the first time because I was so young. I didn't. Yeah. I was naive. No, I totally agree with what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, and like you said, Ron is in the corner feeling sorry for himself. Ron is depressed. Um, it is ridiculous. And Snooki's kind of trying to be real with him, but she is sticking up for Sam. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, let's just not even give Ron any more breath because i don't even think we have to the rest of the episode so Vinny runs off and finds a girl but snooki runs off and finds her actual husband like yeah. literally her husband to this day here he is and did you catch she called him a last resort girl i did not catch that that is the funniest thing ever to me and you know what maybe that's where they were at that night but oh my god that must be so embarrassing for her to watch now being like so obsessed with him as she yeah. is and be like I didn't mean that babe I promise like it is just so funny well this is sort of I don't know if they already have but this is where this, uh, she sort of establishes grenade as a gender neutral term because yes. she's call she's walking around the club out loud going grenade <laughs> grenade to all the guys that she's walking yeah. by which I thought was funny and then, and then she, she sees... grabs him and is just like mine <laughs> and then in the confession I forget her exact quote but she was like this whole club is full of grenades. I'm not interested in anyone, but I see this little Super Mario looking guy and he's fine. And that's like, what she calls him a last resort. Yeah. <laughs> it's even funnier because she's like, okay, let's leave together. And she cannot for life of her remember his name. And we're going to get to a little bit of that in the cookie quote. But um, <laughs> jumping like a little bit ahead at one point, she he's like, come on, what's my name again? And she's like, um, Bernardo. I <laughs> just like, girl Bernard. that is your baby daddy it is so funny to me she didn't know but you know what's so funny is that they're like the same height which is so adorable they're kind of he's kind of a meatball a little bit oh yeah they're small people <laughs> and they've produced meatballs and it's funny too because like he apparently his family's really big wrestlers and i always think mm. of wrestlers as kind of like short and stocky uh, and um yeah no they look good together because she's very small but um right if, she, if only she could remember his name <laughs> Her kids, their kids, they're cursed to be vertically challenged. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> to be so tall little. people. Although, wouldn't it be hilarious if they were like six foot and they were all super tall? Sometimes that happens. It's like it does. Genetics. I don't genetics know. are weird. Well, it's like recessive um, before, genes, whatever. Right. <laughs> before we get more into um, the Gianni plotline, really quick, Dina is feeling a little too drunk 
It goes a little south because she's feeling a little picked on. But this is where she has a little heart to heart with Ron. And like, I do understand that they're not seeing the full picture because we are because we're getting the the camera view and they're just in the house. And I, I can see how when they get little glimpses like this of Ron, they can feel empathy um Mm -hmm. but i'm also like ron don't play nice just shut the just shut the fuck up just go away i know well these moments make me think because like what are his intentions because he's he actually is like if you isolate this moment and you forget who ron is if you don't know who he is it seems like a sweet moment he seems really earnest and he's genuinely trying to comfort her and he's saying the right thing it's working she feels comforted so it makes me wonder like how how earnest and serious he is like is he trying to get look good on camera does he really care about dina it's hard to know with him i think there's just good and bad in everybody people are layered and complex and i still think ron's a horrible human but if he didn't have moments of sweetness like this then the girls would never have been friends with him in the first place the guys wouldn't you know you know there's like that's kind of part of um people is that they're not all good or all bad and yeah i am glad he did it though because he everyone else was kind of having they, they weren't really taking Dina super seriously because she exactly. is. She does. She does have tough skin, and she usually can take a joke. So I think they weren't acknowledging that she was pushed over the edge. Well, I this think time. they were just like, "You're gonna be fine tomorrow," yeah. and like maybe she will, but like that's not a reason to not give like take her seriously. Well, and she said something that made me realize. She said like, "I'm still the new girl," and it reminded mm-hmm. me like, "Oh yeah, she is." In the scheme of things, they, she's still very new. I forgot because mm-hmm. we're rewatching, and so we've known her for years. But at this point, they've only known her for a few weeks. So it makes yeah, sense that she would still. In. Yeah. So it makes sense that she would still be kind of on edge about being liked and being in the group. Uh, and so I was glad. I hate that it had to be wrong, but I'm glad someone comforted her because she got over it and was cool for the rest of the night. Yeah. The poor yep, girl, though, yep. is still constipated. I know. I like, uh, they need to do something about those fucking toilets. Um, well, the last little fun antics of the episode, Vinny finally realizes, do you guys realize who Gianni is? He's the guy that came over when I was with that other girl named Gina and the uncle, you know, drug her out, whatever. Gianni was there. So they try and play a little like joke, which honestly is pretty funny. And Gianni's a pretty good sport about it, yeah. but I don't think Nicole, like, fully understood in that no. moment and i think she was just annoyed because she's trying to get it in with bernardo aka gianni <laughs> yeah. they go in and what do they do they like literally all the guys grab nicole and drag to her be like we there. need we need our niece we're here to take yeah. our niece because they were saying what the uncle was saying and gianni, right. gianni got it immediately and was laughing but i don't think nicole understood who gianni was in that moment mm-hmm. so she was just like what you guys are being mean i i want to i finally am getting it in like don't be mean but she took she was a good sport like this is why i love snooki though because she just like doesn't give she eye on the prize the moment mm-hmm. they let her go she slammed the door and just went back to smushing there was no even she didn't yell she didn't she was like i i i want to get it in i'm not letting you guys affect it at all which good for her yeah she said yeah she, she said she hadn't got it in in four months and i'm trying to think how that worked out is that like was her last with that emilio guy she was dating i wonder or was it Vinny? i don't even fucking know oh shit that's right because like four months i guess is a lot for for them for me it's not because i could go years but four months would be a lot for me yeah but... can i tell you real quick i'm gonna re- reveal this right now i have not hooked up with anybody since pre covidina wow 
Is the longest I have, I have ever not gone. hooked up with anybody since my girlfriend last night. I was just gonna say since this morning. <laughs> last night, at least. Oh, last morning. Dude. Not this morning. That's so funny. So that's why when she um, says four months, I'm like, that's not that long. But I get for them. <laughs> I I yeah, I think it's like also what you're used to, and this yeah, is also say, yeah. way in a different like the, the COVID has no realm in this world. So like you know the the norms of even how you meet people are so different like this is so normal to just go out and meet a stranger and bang and Vinny, this is the last part Vinny's actually doing just that or trying to when mike is like weirdly cock blocking with a burger it's very weird and Vinny even kind of says like i think mike just thinks like we can just share women like it is like a blanket and it's like hey i'm done with her you want to try and that's just like not how it works and i'm glad that Vinny is calling out the misogynistic right. tendency that that is um that mike does have there but i think that overall th- well this scene was weird but overall hookup culture i just don't think is quite the same as we see in these jersey store episodes today but i don't know maybe that's because i'm 30 in a relationship so who who am i to say I just think it, there is still a hookup culture for sure. It's just different. I don't I don't even know. I don't know how the straight hookup world is. I don't think either of us do, but Why it still miss, exists. I don't just, miss it. It's just different. I don't know. Well, on this topic of hookups and not remembering names and uh, Snooki and Gianni, would you like to finish the episode with our cookie quote? That is a very fun one. Yes, I would. And do you want to be Snooki or do you want to be Gianni? I got to be Snooki last time. So do you want to be Snooki this time? Okay. We'll do it. Okay. Let's go. Listen to me. You don't even remember my name. Yes, I do. What is it? No, why don't you tell me? Exactly. Tell me your name. Gianni. Woo, Gianni. His name is Gianni. Holla. (laughs) Oh, I forgot you said that. Holla. That was Holla. a very, that would feel like that was a trendy phrase back then. Holla. It was. Holla. <laughs> so oh, I just have to say, we're going to end the episode real quick, but I have to say, it is funny to get this first little, this is when he first becomes a character in the universe of Jersey Shore, because he mm-hmm. is a big player down the road. He affects the show quite a bit in later seasons. So it is funny to see like his first appearance and it's so casual. It's like, I know what's going to come. Honestly, this hookup is the beginning of the end of Jersey Shore as we knew it. And I know that that is a very big statement to say. And we've got a long time until we actually see these changes. But this is the beginning because their relationship escalates to the point of having a child together. And Nicole is Snooki. She is the backbone of Jersey Shore and has been for seasons. And when she taps out of the party scene, they realize the show is no longer sustainable. And so what we're witnessing right now is the canon event to all of that, because if there hadn't been grenades left and right, and she had brought home someone else, everything could be totally different. Holy it's shit. It's wild to see the domino effect. And I know it's a big you statement. You're so right. You're so right. Facts. This is like the second, there was the note, and then there was the uh, Bernardo and, and Snooki hookup. These are the two Bernardo. events. That, these are the two events that domino effects that changed the show forever. You're right. The That's note crazy. and Bernardo gate. Yeah. Holy shit. We'll see the effects of that later. But wow, we just witnessed history this episode. That was crazy. Yeah, it's really interesting commentary on how people in the party scene grow up. Like, do they grow into addiction? Do they grow up and have families? And I'm um, 
really thankful that we get to sit here and dissect it and everyone is along on the journey with us so thank you all yeah. for listening well we'll see you next week um goodbye um, hello. well i'm goodbye if you want more of the podcast you can follow us on any social media at um hello pod we also have a patreon patreon.com slash um hello we've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap jersey shore and we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you and you can find me anywhere online at the Libra including my website, thelibragina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.